Welcome to Ono, Ross, and Carrie, the show where we don't just report on fringe science, spirituality, and claims of the paranormal, but take part ourselves. Yep, when they make the claims, we show up so you don't have to. I, for one, am Ross Blotcher. <laughs> and I, for two, am Carrie Poppy. And in this interview special, we will talk to a fellow Raelian member and investigator, Spencer Marks. But before we do, a note about investigations. We can only report on our own experiences, not the experiences of others. If we mention someone else's claims about the Raelians or anyone else we investigate, those claims are their own and not necessarily shared by Ross Carey or anyone who works on this show. And that goes for our interview guests as well. Their views and experiences are theirs and ours are ours. And we mention this because this week we received a notice to cease and desist our distribution of certain parts of our episodes and video regarding the Raelians. And because we have made no claims outside of reporting our own experiences, we respectfully deny these requests. But as a measure of goodwill, we'll remove some of the photo content from our sites. As our listeners know, we have no ill will toward anyone we investigate. And in fact, we often form friendships with them. We certainly hope our episodes have shown no disrespect, and we believe they have fairly represented our experiences. Any reporting on other people's positions are just that, secondhand accounts, not our own claims. So, with that in mind, we'd like to welcome someone who has been a part of the Rayleigh movement for four and a half years, Ross, mm-hmm. with the same spirit of investigation that we have, Spencer Marks. Spencer. Woo. Welcome, Spencer. Wait, wait a minute. You guys are the Ross and Carrie of the Oh No, Ross and Carrie podcast? I just got that. That's amazing. <laughs> you must have wondered why we were in your house. So, yeah, I, sometime after we showed up at your front doorstep. I was wondering about that. I love that podcast. It's like my favorite. I can't believe you guys are here. <laughs> I know, I right? hear we're like the best. Pretty much. So, Spencer, you've always been skeptical of the claims made by Rael and his followers, but you've kind of kept an open mind and formed your own conclusions the same way we have. And you joined us for our journey to the Happiness Academy, including our demystified baptism. I did. So, welcome. Thank you. We're glad you're here in your house. I'm uh, I'm happy to be here. (laughs) And as you know, we show up so other people don't have to, which in this case is vital because you don't want people showing up to your house. Depends on the person, you know. Just make yourself at home, Spencer. Thank you. Okay. So really, you kind of did what we do uh, many years ago when you went to join the Raelians. So what started this whole venture? Uh, Well, I'm a member of a group that does some investigations of paranormal activities. You're You're wearing a shirt. I am wearing it. That you're, says you're not nude. Uh, well, oh wow! Um, yes, it is the uh, the Independent Investigations Group. We are the largest uh, paranormal investigation group in the world now. Yeah. Uh, because we have several affiliates, and it was really something that I just did on my own. It wasn't any part of the IIG specifically, and I had heard about the Raylands from a couple different places, and I was just curious. So I contacted them, and they said, "Yeah, come on over. You're welcome." As soon as I got there, I was sort of embarrassed that I was there for an investigation sort of <laughs> mm-hmm. way because they were very, very nice people. They're really, mm-hmm. really Absolutely. wonderful, genuine, decent people. But I will say that when, when you guys went to some of the early meetings with me, the face of the group has sort of changed a little bit. Just uh, I was going to say, yeah. a lot of the people that I met, I went with you to a couple meetings right. back, back in the yeah. day when you'd first started. And uh, a lot of the people, even in leadership at the time, are now gone. Exactly. And what really sort of impressed me back in those days was that it literally looked like, 
you know, one of those set decorators from a movie had come in and said, okay, we have a group of people. They have to be exactly evenly matched. They have to be black (laughs) people and white people and Hispanic people and Asian people. There have to be an equal number of women and men. They have to be, you know, foreign people and, you know, Mm -hmm. Americans. I mean, it was like this completely beautiful mix of every human being on the planet. It was awesome. It really was. It was was kind of cool. It was like a really interesting thing to do, be a part of. And I almost started laughing because it was like a set decorator had Mm -hmm. decorated the room with people, you know. Uh At any rate, like Ross, you just mentioned, a lot of those people are gone now. And it's, I mean, they're all still very nice, wonderful people. But it just seems like the group size for the meetings seem to be a little smaller now. So when you joined, what did you know about the Raelians already? And what made you want to become Um, part of this group? Well, I knew that they were an atheistic group. And and that was okay by me because I'm I'm actually an atheist as well. But I also knew that they were a creationist group, which Mm. intrigued me. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, That's an uncommon combo. It is. So I I think it's just a, a number of factors. And you know, they were supposed to be very into the, I don't want to use the term free love, but, you know, that sort of thing. They're very open. And, and so that was kind of intrigued me as well. And I just thought this is an interesting combination of things. And uh, the, the very first time they, they, they always do a meditation or back in those days, they always did a meditation. And, you know, I, I will admit it was like, okay, close your eyes and this group of strangers and just <laughs> stay there quietly with your eyes closed. I was a little nervous about that. So I oh, kind of pe- peek out of my eyes, like make sure nobody's moving around, kind <laughs> <laughs> of go for the wallet or anything. But no, I mean, it, it was just what it is. You know, it was just a meditation. And a lot of the members, as Ross mentioned, have already uh, left and several have apostatized for various reasons. But I'm still friends with many of those people even today. So, right. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, you still had connections with them to introduce us to the group and bring us to meetings, right. which is great. So so you already fessed up to this, but I, I was going to say, admit it, you were there for the free love. Okay, there's a small, <laughs> there's a small fascination, but... A lot of attractive women. Uh, actually, yeah, there, there, there are, and there certainly were in those days, too. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But never got any free love, so don't, don't even think about it. Well, I know well, that this is important. Our... This is yeah. important feedback. If people are hoping to just you know, traipse into the Rayleigh movement and get free love out of it, they're... It, not it, so? It's, it's not going to happen, no. It's, it's not, I mean, it... it, it it may happen if, you know, like any other, if you go to the gym and you expect to find free love, I mean, that might happen as well. But uh-huh. I think just for the average person. And it's, it's interesting because through the uh, years that I went and all the different meetings, I, it was pretty obvious that I met people, guys that were actually just there because they had heard that was all mm. what it was all about, mm. you know, the free love and right. and all that sort of well, thing. Well, interesting so, you say guys. Do you think that I could go and get free love at the Raelians? I'm certain you could. See, so it's just... It's well, but, the point, the, is, but the point is you probably wouldn't go there for, with that intent. I don't uh, think I, most... You're right. I, I mean, and I was the only one with the white bracelet that you I were. saw. You were. But you had the red bracelet on, which of meant... No. Because, which meant whatever because, I can get. Well, because I'm an experienced junkie. And I figured when in Rome, do as the Romans do. Oh, in the, because uh-huh. you're an experienced I am junkie. an experienced junkie. Okay, get out, both of you. Well, we can't come into your home and attack me. I would like to add that there are some extra guests around us at this moment, including Spencer's family members, two dogs and a kitty. So if anyone hears any growling, that's... We have to start recording again because Mia was going... (laughs) (laughs) She does that. She growls for no reason. Then she licks your face. All right. I like it. Okay, so you heard that there was free love. You heard that they were really nice people. You mention that all the time. That was like 10%. <laughs> no, that's going to be there our top are other reason. Groups with we... other claims, and you went to this one. <laughs> yeah, uh, you can try to be someone else, but we know who you are. So Keep your number. <laughs> uh, my... But okay, but I, what I was going to say is, 
So you knew there was free love. You knew that they were really nice people. You knew that there yeah. was a very interesting diversity. Um, was there anything about their particular claims that you found really interesting? Well, like I say, the actual reason, most of the reason I was there, 90% of the reason, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. was that I thought it was fascinating that they believed that the world was created, but not mm-hmm. by an invisible friend in the sky, but right. by, well, it, technically it is an invisible friend in the sky. It's just an alien. What might be the most plausible form of intelligent design. Exactly. And I mean, certainly, you know, there's approximately 200 billion stars in our Milky Way galaxy and two or 300 billion galaxies that we can see out in the universe. So the numbers are huge. It's just that the Earth is so far away that the odds of anybody tripping upon little old teeny dusk speck planet Earth are pretty remote. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure. So would you say you went into this with just enough open mind that you could have believed the claim if they had had good evidence to back it up? Well, you know, I've always said to anybody, I'll believe anything to show me proof or at least good evidence. So mm-hmm. um, I, I was certainly curious as to what evidence or proof that they did have. So far, I've not seen anything really evidentiary, just like any other religion, their, their claims without so much evidence. But Did um, you feel they were appealing to faith? Oh, well, faith in the claims of Rael, perhaps, okay. um, you know, because he's the only one that has apparently seen the aliens and mm-hmm. the only one that's uh, made these claims. I, I've often thought through the years that if, you know, you know, if it was a law, you had to belong to a religion and you had to believe in something or, you know, I guess somebody can force to believe. But if you had to belong to one, I, I, Raelians would certainly be in my book of possible things to believe in or to be part of. Because mm-hmm. from what I've seen there, and of course I only have limited experience, but they're fairly benign. You know, they're not uh, advocating hurting anybody. They're not advocating hurting themselves or doing anything mm-hmm. crazy like, you know, that. So, so you wouldn't be worried if a family member or something was going to become part of the Raelian movement? Would you give them any cautions? I would would not give them any more cautions than I would if they were going to join the Catholics or the Mormons or the Jews or anybody mm-hmm. else. It just, okay. you know, just, I, yeah. I, in fact, I told my children when they were quite young, I don't want them to be atheists just because dad is, because that mm-hmm. doesn't put them in any, any more intellectual position than somebody that's Catholic because their parents were Catholics. Mm-hmm. All I told my children was that whatever you decide to be, simply have a good reason for it. Have mm-hmm. some sort of evidence for it or have an articulable reason for this and my daughter brought that up when she was, I don't know, five or six, and I gave her that speech. I said, just, you know, here's why I'm an atheist. I gave her about five minutes worth of explanation of why I don't believe. But I said she was free to choose whatever she wanted to choose. Just have a good reason for believing it. She thought about it for 30 seconds. She said, yeah, I don't think I believe in a God either, and she, she hasn't to this day. So. Okay. So what's the best thing? About being a Raelian. The free love. (laughs) (laughs) No, I can't. Would you call yourself a Raelian? No, I mean, mean, I'm I'm Raelian because I I went through the baptismal ceremony, and that's the the only thing I have as far as actual, on a piece of paper, that I'm Uh some religion, but... Well, I mean, we're Raelians. Yeah. 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 So you're a Raelian. Yeah, I mean, I'm Raelian to that that degree. You know, I don't know if they're going to excommunicate me or whatever they do uh, because of the podcast, but, (laughs) you know, like I say, I, I don't have any problem with them in any way shape or form it's just not something in my heart that i necessarily believe that aliens have come and seeded earth and created you know mankind i I think the evidence is best for evolution and for on earth that's 
four and a half billion years old and a universe that's roughly 13 and a half billion. But what I'm looking for is something like, oh, Carrie, the best thing about being Aurelian is the free food or the free love or the free books or... You would like me to say hot drinks, wouldn't you? Uh, well, I mean... <laughs> were there hot drinks? Were there, let's see. Oh, yeah, no, I got some tea at some of the meetings. Nice. Not at the Happiness Academy, though. Oh, that would help with the happiness to have some hot right, drinks. Right, right. A little tip there for sorry. the future. <laughs> I would say the best thing about being Aurelian is... It, you know, it's a very relaxed atmosphere. You pointed out in one of the last two podcasts that they definitely don't hit you up for money. Once you mm-hmm. are part of that structure, yeah, for then, sure. then certainly you're expected to tithe. But I think that the tithing request is only like 3% versus the 10% for Mormons <laughs> and so mm-hmm. forth. So it's not, you know, it's not a real uh, pocket drainer value kind yeah, of thing. Sure. Yeah. And, I mean, they're very, very nice, genuine people. So, I mean, everybody... That has that's involved with any kind of religion are there because they're looking for answers and they're they want to belong to a larger community and believe in these things and whatever. There's no real difference between Aurelian and any other religion, as far as I can see, other than just most religions have this you know invisible friend in the sky and they don't, and and so that's an interesting yeah, aspect. Yeah, and, of it. and uh, they're on the right side of many pro-social issues. You know, they don't right. stigmatize sex and they're yeah. For, actually, that's that that's something I've always thought was interesting. They have you know the clitorate and all that sort of thing and the go topless um, the go topless which I'm, I'm certainly for sexual stance <laughs> yeah although back to comma is a little questionable in my yeah. opinion yeah that's something I've only recently sort of been aware of with them I, I suppose it was out there the whole time but I, I really hadn't been that aware of it but mm-hmm. uh, I also want to call it a major project of theirs I mean it's, yeah sure. An official project. It, but it seems like all their projects are not a major project of theirs. I mean, even the embassy Touché. even the embassy was like, when that guy yeah. gave a presentation about it at the Happiness Academy, he was just like, we're going to build this sometime. Here's a drawing. <laughs> going to sit down now. Yeah, I like the an- and the animation showed you know a spaceship coming and landing right. like, over and over like a loop, and then yes, it started yes, again. Yeah, yeah. five or and six it started minutes. Again. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> and then once more. Okay, so Spencer, yes, some some people. In this group and in any other religious group or or small religious movement, often come out of these movements saying they felt manipulated. Mm-hmm. Did you experience anything that made you feel manipulated, um, or might have made you feel manipulated under other circumstances? You know, not really. I mean, I think that's one of the the reasons why I sort of hung out for a while because uh, it, it really was very laid back in that sense. Not asking for funds. No, I mean it was just a very sort of hey, we're happy you're here. We're mm-hmm. you know here's who we are and. We're just happy that you're around, and I mean, I mean, as a social group, I was kind of looking at it like that. It was great. I mean, there's a lot of really nice people. And then when you didn't show up for meetings for a while, they didn't contact yeah, they didn't you. Have say, a little hey, why haven't we you? seen you? Yeah, they didn't have the church lady knock on the door and right. say you didn't show up for church last. And and you know they didn't do that kind of thing. So but you felt welcome when you did come back. Absolutely, to, yeah, 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 totally. I mean, like I say, it's a very sort of laid back movement, if you will. It's very very nice folks, and so it's uh, they're always welcoming. You know, it's very nice. Very well. Spencer, hold on. Hold on. I'm holding. I know you have a lot to say. <clears throat> I, I know you're very, down. You're very I know. excited I know. about being on the best of all the podcasts. It is the best of all the podcasts. And I understand that. I we get it. So we get it. I mean, here. stop, stop. But <laughs> in we, my home, it's Ross and Terry I, in my home. I know. I know how you feel because that's how I feel when I wake up and remember I'm me. Oh, but <laughs> it must be amazing to be you. <laughs> but. We have to give some shout-outs to some donors who have given us donors. some money. Woo! Woo! So, 
I, for one, would like to ask other people to donate because you guys are worthy of donations. Oh, touche. Our first donor <laughs> shout-out should probably be to Spencer Marks, who donated time and money and gas money and all sorts of things yes. to our Aurelian investigation. So, woo, Spencer and Marks! groceries and stuff. Woo, Spencer Marks! Oh, that's you. right. Thank he you. also bought me a shit ton of Luna bars, which are still in my desk at work. Not, I mean, I've eaten a lot <laughs> of them, but there's still of like more. A candy bar or something? Or like Twinkie? I don't know. What did I get? It was something unhealthy. I don't know. I, you guys went Oreos, shopping. Oreos, Oreos. That was it. I got like a, a, a yeah, large that, that's right. That's Oreos. right. Oreos. Or Chips Ahoy. Oh, that's right. That's so right. Finally, Chips yeah. I'm no, so maybe. glad we settled oh, Finally. This. Oh, my God. This has been weighing on my mind for a long time, what kind of cookies those were. But you know who else donated? Yes. Um, Jen Brown. Jen Brown. An animator from Los Angeles, California. Woo-hoo. A friend of ours. And a friend of ours. Woo, Jen woo, Brown. Jen Brown. Woo. We should a mention woo. John Rayla. Woo. Part of, uh, a woo. Part of the dynamic a duo. A woo. All right. Stop it, wooing. And also Alex Morrison from New South Wales, Australia. Woo. Alex Morrison. Listeners in Australia. I wonder if Alex is a gentleman or a lady. I don't know. You know, I just met a Ryan this week that was uh, a woman, so you can never assume. You never know. You never know. And just like how you're a girl and I'm a boy, and everyone always thinks it's the other way around. Right. Right. I know I did. Yeah. Nope. It was awkward. Uh, Mike Whitsett. Woo! Yeah, Mike. Oh, and he's from Spring, Texas. Spring, Texas. Woo! Yeah, you know what? That might be our first donor from Texas, now that I think about it. Representing Wait. Mike Whitsit. Way to do it, Mike. I see you've left me with the next one. Okay. <laughs> Hidetomo Katsura. Yeah. Hidetomo Katsura from Santa Clara, California. Yeah. Woo! Thank you, Hidetomo. And Steve Larson from Mona, Utah. We have Hello. a lot of listeners in Utah. We do. As we have well. a large listener base. It's fantastic. There. We're very happy about that. And Martin Surrey from the United Kingdom. <laughs> a magical Surrey. land, not even in the United States. Little known fact. Ooh. I know they both start with United, so you think probably the same place, but they're not. Thank you, Mr. Surrey. Yay! <laughs> Much appreciated. <laughs> yeah, excellent support from all our donors. Yes, we appreciate yes, it. thank you, thank you. And you know, if people didn't give us money, we could not make a show. That's right. That's why it is important for people to give us money. And today we're talking about that Raylian investigation, mm-hmm. uh, really our biggest investigation in terms of... It was of, costly. Yeah, in terms of costliness. So, so um, that donor money really made it possible. Absolutely. Absolutely, Ross. Well put. And Ross, got- is it? Yeah, that's my name. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got these really big plans, too, for like... Yes, we do. Things we're going to do. I'm going to high-five you. Oh, okay. Bam. Had the hand People up, People don't yeah. know what the Why plans not? are, but they're good. The high-fives always come across sounding really weird over the recording. It's like mm. this weird, tinny little tink. But yeah, we well. have normal hands, and they make a, nor- <laughs> <laughs> a normal sound when they collide. I see hooks on your hands. I don't see any real hands. <laughs> yeah, it's like a weird metallic clink. We should just... Now you should manipulate it's- all the photos so we both have hook hands. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, they're normal flesh and blood hands. Okay. <laughs> Anyway. Going back. Okay. So, oh, look. Hey, Spencer's here. Hey, Spencer. Oh, my God. Hi. So, tell us. How was it traveling with two kooks like us? Well, you know, what can you say about that? It's, uh, I was just the driver, as I like oh, to say. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yes. That was a, a repeated th- thing we heard throughout I, this trip. I was, think we said, if you say that again, if you're just the driver, <laughs> Carrie's going to smack you in the kisser. Yeah. That's true. Way. Yeah, it, was, it was a lot of fun, actually. I, I had, I've known you guys for many, many, many years. And yeah, like three. Well, well you, her. Well, you for three. <laughs> we go Ross, way back. Yeah, Ross and I go way back. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the podcast and uh, having an opportunity to get 
to be a part of it was great fun. So well, and you hadn't been to a happiness academy. I had not been to a happiness You're academy. Long overdue. Long overdue. Um, it was just because I worked so danged hard mm-hmm. that it was hard to find time to get away to go to one. Plus. My my level of tolerance for listening to things that I, I don't necessarily agree with is pretty darn low. And you guys <laughs> are, are amazing. My hat's off to you because you guys can just sit through anything endlessly and, and listen to it. And I, think, well, I don't, yeah, know. I don't you... know if that's normally a compliment, but I'm taking it as a compliment. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. I feel very proud of that. Um, that's why we show up. But... Uh, you did sit through that entire Lion King meditation like a champ. Oh, yeah, so. straight face. Yeah. We're, we're busy, like, trying not to crack up. Well, yeah, I mean, that, that was... Uh, Maybe you haven't watched Lion King as many times as I have. I'm, I'm <laughs> guessing that's true. I typically... This is kind of like what happened when I was a kid in, in church, when my mother tried to force me to go to church. I would sit and think about, you know, how does gravity actually work? So I kind of mm-hmm. tune out and I go another place. So I think mm-hmm. a lot of what I was doing there was kind of tuning out anyway and going to, you know, what do I have on the work agenda? So, so some people might say, okay, I didn't agree with the claims, but you know, the atmosphere and the sense of love or of clearing my mind and all those things were still beneficial to me. But you maybe wouldn't even say that if you had to tune out so much. Well, I mean, like you mentioned in the Happiness Academy, there was there was some interesting things to observe and to watch, and there were a lot of things that didn't mean anything to me personally. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I would sort of tune out for those things. But uh, should we mention that what happened the very first night at 4 a.m. when we walked into your friend's house? Because that was, that was my favorite moment of the whole thing. Oh, Do I, it. I don't remember what it is. Here we go. Well, we walked into your friend's house. Right, and, so we were staying with listener Becky Campana, uh-huh. lovely lady and wonderful listener of the show. And we're putting our stuff away, and Ross immediately goes, I call the cow. And we're making sure the dogs are okay because we'd been warned they would run out. And um, they had this cat that was like 28 pounds. Was 27. Like a, mm-hmm. 27. It was, like a, it was like a mountain lion. Big I mean, boy. Was, yeah. Big boy. And uh, so we're walking along and, and we're talking about what we're going to do later that day. Because now it's four in the morning. Right. And we said, well, let's sleep in a little bit because the only thing we have in the morning is the premeditation and so forth. And then suddenly Carrie sees on the refrigerator a picture of a friend. And she says, Oh, well, here's my friend. And, and Ross immediately goes, oh, I, I'm glad you saw that because, you know, until right now, we didn't really, we weren't really sure we were in the right <laughs> house. And then suddenly Ross is pantomiming like a, a family cowering in the closet like, who are these people in my house? And I said, I said, and I started thinking about what had been mentioned. I said, that's right, because they're on the phone with the police going, they're talking about a premeditation or something. I don't know what's going on. And it was, then Ross That's and I right. doubled over in laughter. Oh, yeah. So it was, uh, of course, we were kind of punch drunk being at four in the morning. So. Oh, sure. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that, too. Yeah, That's me great. too. Yeah. I thought your so, favorite moment would be us singing to you, actually, which we did a lot. You know, <laughs> even, even, even better, you, well, I had mentioned some, one of the podcasts that you guys did. And suddenly, and I'm not kidding here for the listening audience, you guys from memory started doing this one podcast and you were like going through the whole thing and I just sat there quietly and just wanted to see how far you could get by memory giving me the, do you remember that? I, That's pretty yeah, much all I we do. do but, but I don't think we were giving you the actual verbatim script. Well, it sounded well, it like thought it. for thought. Oh, yeah. yes, for sure. But it was the NIV yes. translation of the but Bible. I'm just saying that's how natural we're able to pull I this know, out. I know, but that was me. And then finally Ross goes, do you want us to continue? I'm like, yeah, yeah I'm just sitting here listening. It's funny that you mentioned that whole story with seeing Becky's picture on the, the fridge because I didn't tell you guys, they didn't actually invite us there and they were in the closet the whole time. Oh, you know, I, I mm. thought, thought that might be mm-hmm. the case. And you were just on their bed the whole time yeah. and they were just... Well, yeah, it was you know, the decent nice thing of them to do. It really was to hide in the closet. It's Absolutely. a big closet. I've done that. 
Sure. That's for different reasons, but right. yeah, fair enough. <laughs> you can come out with us. Yeah. Oh yeah, we were singing to you constantly. Oh, yes. One of my favorite moments was uh, we were trying to educate Spencer about Christian music. Christian music, particularly Jars of Clay. Jars of Clay is one of my favorite bands of all time. Oh, so yeah. we were singing. It's a Christian rock band, right? And so we were singing "Love Song for mm-hmm. a Savior" mm-hmm. for yeah, a Spencer. We were. <laughs> oh yeah, which we can do again if you want. I'm good. I'm good. I'm <laughs> so good. we did like an encore performance at this Indian restaurant where we were eating, and it was long. Oh, that's right. Most people will sing you, you know, thirty seconds of a song at most, but we were going on for Kept a good going. minute and a half, and so everybody else can hear us. Spencer's right. like a little nervous, like all right, this is a public place, <laughs> <laughs> and we keep going. Yeah, he can't get embarrassed, and so the waiter I comes want over. To fall in love with you. I want to fall in love with you. And this waiter. Yeah, kept going on. So, yeah, he comes over and he's just enraptured. (laughs) Right. You have such lovely voices. Are you professional singers? Particularly to you. Uh, you know, he wanted to know if you were a professional right. singer. And then I said, I said no. And then he just stayed there. Oh my goodness! He just like hovered. He just, <laughs> just kind of sat there lovingly looking at us, <laughs> like <laughs> from a table away, and like kind of folds his hand, hands in front. Of him. And then he's like, "It's just beautiful. It's just beautiful." And we're like, "Thank you." So like five seconds of awkward silence, and he'll say some other little complimentary thing, and then five seconds of awkward right. silence. Can it was we, awesome. Can another we have few. Some another few seconds i was going to act as your manager and have you booked at the place you know? <laughs> yeah. take 10 percent. come back uh, yeah playing vegas yeah, that was a good time that was awesome um another memorable thing that we keep forgetting to talk about is we witnessed and maybe this was your first spencer it was my first raylian divorce oh yeah, i had didn't even know they existed until that moment so so the raylian wedding cool. the raylian wedding is is a pretty simplified wedding right you uh you just basically meet in front of your peers and you say we're devoted to each other as long as we want to be devoted to each other. Yeah, and, and then this you're is, quote unquote married. And this is done like right after the transmissions mm-hmm. when you're you know, we were out in the desert. And yeah, yeah, it was just a very non formal and they even but said But this one was a divorce. I was just describing the wedding. Well there was a marriage first. Oh, oh. Was there? Yes, there was. Oh, okay. Two people were united. And and they even said, this is not legally binding. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and it was just as simple as that. Ta-da, you're together. And then there was a couple that came forward, and they were getting a Raelian divorce. Mm-hmm. And how difficult was it? How much paperwork did they Ooh, have to do? Oh, man. It looked horrendous. <laughs> it looked like quite an ordeal. It was, it was really cool. They just said, like, you guys have decided, you know, you've had your time together. It was wonderful. And uh, you're friends, and you're going to just continue on along your own paths. And then he said, poof, you're divorced. <laughs> yeah. I like the poof part myself. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's so much better than all the uh, legal all the legal entrapments. Rem- yeah. Of, right. yeah. And then you have to give half your stuff away. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. We were and very impressed with and that. left. Yeah. I, you yeah. know, I was actually like smiling. Like, mm-hmm. what a great way to do it. Like, right. you know, everybody's happy. No mm-hmm. one's angry. Yeah. No yeah. big deal. And whenever I picture that woman, I picture that she had a very large AARP purse. <laughs> what? what does that mean? She, the a, a American Association, Association of Retired, retired Persons. Well, I know that, but they have purses? I guess. It was oh, like, you know, a premium. AARP has everything. You know, if you give them a certain amount of money, they send you a premium gift. And why do you picture her with one? Uh, because she had one. Oh, it actually yeah. said AARP on uh-huh. it? Like, yeah, so like, L- like the Louis Vuitton purses will have LV. It had well, like yes, but this was like a design. much... A picture a Louis Vuitton much uglier. And then <laughs> They're made already of ugly. canvas instead of leather. I may have just gotten myself and, in trouble. Okay. And, <laughs> That's your opinion. And, yeah, that is, it's it's not, my opinion. It's not a fact. <laughs> that is right. That is not a your statement of fact. Yeah, I don't um, want to hear from Louis Vuitton. 
the makers of lovely fine Stop garments. Stop saying derogatory <laughs> things about Lady Um And the uh, and it had embroidery on it. It was pretty ugly. But anyway, the point is, uh-huh. this lovely lady was having a very important moment in her life, and I was thinking, God damn, that's an ugly person. <laughs> <laughs> Well, at least she didn't have to give away in the divorce. Oh, touche. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I hear that a lot of men uh, demand their wife's purses well, during know, the divorce. Anything to mess with them in the divorce. Like, they get ugly. They get not messy, yeah. you know. I've, I always hear things about purse strings getting tied around that. Mm. Bam, 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 bam. Don't look at me like that, Rob. You know, I, I'm not grokking. I don't know what you just said, but you guys laugh, no, so that's good. Forget it. Right. Anyway. I'm following Carrie, so I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Thank that's you. That's cool. Continue. Thank you. Carry on. I have no more questions. It, the defense rests. Wait, hold on. <laughs> well, I have one more question for Spencer. Spencer, would you go on another trip with us? Did you have fun? I had a blast. You know I did, and even though it was just the driver. Um, oh, but, my God. Uh, <laughs> Let's just cut him oh. off now. End of episode. Oh. Slash mentor. Uh, no, I, it slash mentor. I like that. Um, no, I, I had a great time. You guys were wonderful to travel with. You're, you're a lot of fun and uh, bright minds, which, I, of course, I always enjoy talking to. And um, I would travel with you any time. So take me on your next investigation by all means. I'll just <laughs> sit quietly in the back or something. You know? Okay. Yeah. Holla. And how did you feel that your interactions were this time at the Happiness Academy? How involved did you feel? Well, I don't know. I, I will you be going back or? Well, I'm not so sure I'd be invited next time uh-huh. based on the uh, this podcast. But uh, I, I mean, I certainly it's it's really not so much that I, I would or wouldn't go back based on the the the, the time that I had, but. You know, my I, I have my own business, and my time is very precious, so it's really hard to even get away. It was hard to even get away for the few days that we went. Yeah. But um, I, I really wanted to do it because I wanted to hang with you guys and do, be part of the podcast. It's, it's too bad we missed, like, the bulk of <clears throat> the Happiness Academy itself. Yeah, apparently, I mean, from, from what we heard, we missed a lot of the a lot of really fun things that happened in the beginning. So, yeah, yeah. Um, wish, I wish we could talk about those. But. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, but we didn't see them. We did not see them. We, we don't know what happened. experience right. of those. Hard to know exactly what happened. And so we would never make any factual statements about what happened. We but but we heard there. tell it was a fun time. That's <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 for sure. So, Spencer, tell me more about this independent in- investigations group. group. Okay. Yes. We are the original group in Los Angeles. We were founded, I think, about 12 years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jim Underdown was the founder, and he's still to the chairman of our group and recently in the last year or two we have affiliates that have joined us from across the nation i don't want to forget any but the most recent was uh san francisco or the bay area they call it uh, we have groups in atlanta and alberta canada and washington dc and I'm i got to Denver. travel to atlanta to help start that one that was did awesome. you really yeah oh yeah I went with jim i know yes, nobody I, ever invites me on those things i am also a member of the independent investigation you are group. that's where i know you from i knew you were looking familiar uh, and have been for many years and uh yeah it's a great group and what do we do we investigate claims of the paranormal and fringe science. Oh, that's right in line with the kind of thing we do. It's exactly Very what you interested guys do. In that. Yeah. But they have a f- cash prize. We have a 50. We do not. Yes, that's true. The Ross and Carey podcast does not have a cash prize, unfortunately. Um, but the IIG does. A $50,000 cash prize. Oh, and by the way, there's a $5,000 finder's fee for the person that can bring us the winning $50,000 claimant. So therefore, if your uncle or aunt is uh, one of those psychics that says they can 
they can win, then bring your aunt or uncle to us. If they win the 50000 there's $5,000 in it for you as well. So right. just to clarify, to, to get $50,000, you have to prove that you have a paranormal ability. Is that the idea? That is correct, under, under carefully controlled scientific conditions. Now, what we do is we make sure that there is uh, not random chance involved. In other mm-hmm. words, nobody's out there to try to make you lose or to prove that you don't have these powers or anything else. We simply say, oh, you have made this claim. We are going to test you based on your claim. Mm-hmm. We work with a claimant to design a protocol so that it's mutually satisfactory to both us and them. And the only thing we talk about in our negotiations or you know, the in-house negotiations, the only thing we discuss is how to prevent being cheated if, that, if the claimant happened to you know, be nefarious and wanted to, to cheat or uh, how do we prevent them from simply, you know, getting something from random chance? Because mm-hmm. that, of course, is not paranormal. That's random chance. So if somebody has the ability to look inside of a box and, you know, tell you uh, what coin is located inside, that's fine. We just have to calculate how many different kinds of coins are there and what are the odds against just uh, guessing that randomly. So we, we prevent that from happening and we simply design a test that's fair to them and to us. And you have to make sure that it is actually a paranormal, supernatural claim. Exactly. Not just they have especially good human hearing or vision. Exactly. Or and, like and we've had people that sort of don't get that. They've, they, they might make a claim that says, oh, you know, we can see in the dark really well. Well, okay, but, I mean, that just mm. might be the limits of human right. ability. Well, Which is impressive and great. It, yeah, exactly. It's, outside you know, your But program. not a supernatural It's not a supernatural, claim, right. right. So that that's the sort of thing we look for. And, and we've also done things that were fringe science. We did the Altera investigation. In fact, Ross, you and I worked on that yeah. uh, years ago ourselves. The consumer protection exactly. types of investigations. We're, exactly right. We're, we're not uh, submitting anybody for the $50,000, but we're trying to make sure that people are aware of a product that may or may not have evidence for it, and right. we're trying to suss that out. Yeah, and in the, in the case of the Altair investigation, they, they were these little stickers that were literally, I mean, if you looked at them closely, they were literally paper and glue stickers. That's all they were. That you'd put on like a cell phone yeah. or an outlet right. to protect yourself from harmful radiation. It, that, that's the their claim. Now, uh, two things. Nobody's ever said that your cell phone is harming you. I mean, no science has ever said that. But B, their claim is that it, it removes, quote, all bands or all you know <laughs> forms of radiation from this device. Well, if it did, That'd be bad. the phone would stop working would stop because working. it wouldn't sure. be able to transmit its radio waves. So, mm-hmm. you know, on its face, there were some pretty strange claims. What kind of applicants have you had for the $50,000 challenge? What kind of abilities have, have you tested in the IG? All, have we tested in all, the IG? Yes, thank you for saying we. All kinds of things. We, we tested one woman that thought she could see kidneys, the absence of a kidney if, in a human body. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had, we recently had a dowser, a nice gentleman from Phoenix, I believe it was. And for listeners who don't know what that is, what's a dowser? Oh, dowsing, that's right. And a lot of people don't know what that is. Um, that's this idea that you can hold a, a wire rod. Sometimes they use a twig that's shaped like a Y, but also very common is holding one or two wire rods in an L shape. Mm-hmm. And as you find water or gold or whatever the material is you're looking for, explosive devices, ex- or exactly, explosive devices, whatever, they will point towards that thing. Well, actually, in the case of our last dowser, it wasn't so much it pointed toward it; it simply moved Reacts. inbound. Yeah, it reacted. It moved yeah. inbound in his body. Mm-hmm. It didn't matter where the water was in proximity to him. So, we've had a fair amount of telepaths. We have, and actually today we conducted a test. Just today, early. today we just con- today, just today, <laughs> we conducted a test where, and you can find this on the. Uh, IIG 
Quest.org yes. website. Not to police your own language, but don't you guys call it a demonstration and not a test? You're absolutely right. Um, the, the test is for the $50,000, but before the test, we do a demonstration that does two things. It sort of allows us to see what the claimant is doing, and it... Gives them more generous odds. It actually does give them much more generous odds, because to win the 50000 they have to beat odds of something about a million to one, but to pass the demonstration... It's around 10,000 to 1. Sometimes we've had as little as about 4,000. Actually, that's true. Yeah, we've had as little as 1,000 to 1. If they can, they can beat those odds, they move on to the test. So we call that the demonstration. But uh, just today we had a demonstration where a gentleman believed he could find pictures inside of sealed envelopes. And he was the one that told us which pictures he wanted to choose. It was uh, the Lincoln Memorial, A-10 Warthog planes, the MMA fighter Matt Hughes, and... Fictional character. Fictional character from the Star Wars. yeah. Yeah, Ayla, something or other. These four pictures he picked, and so we printed them out and stuffed them into envelopes, put the envelopes in front of him, and then he had to take matching pictures and put it on top. Well, the odds of getting all four right in one round would be, and he had to get 100% right, but it's about 24 to 1. Okay. If he did three rounds, it would be 24 cubed, or 13,824 to 1. And so that's what he had to do. He had to get 100%. It's just three rounds, four pictures. So mm-hmm. it doesn't seem like it's that difficult. And certainly if you had the power, it absolutely wouldn't be that difficult. It would be very mm-hmm. simple. And and he got about what you would expect from random chance. Maybe okay. he probably beat random chance by just a slight margin. And so your goal in this, I know it's not to shame the applicant Absolutely if, not. if they don't have that ability. Um, so when it turns out that this person thinks that they can do something, they're genuine. Oh, absolutely. And it just turns out that they can't do it. Um, how do you feel? Do you ever feel guilty or do you feel good like you've brought, you've helped them understand what this might actually be about or how do you feel? You know, we've had this wide variety of people. We had these two people that showed up and they first showed up a little early and we said, oh, you know, give us some, an hour or so to set up. We're not quite ready. And they came back falling down drunk. I mean, mm-hmm. and so all of a sudden we're looking at each other like, where do we go from here? Because we don't really have any you know protocols in place for people falling down drunk and of course they could easily say that well our psychic powers only exist when we're falling down drunk so that's why we had to do it Mm -hmm. so we sort of have to move forward with the test and as far as like this gentleman today was very genuine he was a very nice guy the uh i was the lead investigator on the last dowser that we had a very nice gentleman very sincere in his beliefs very you know genuine kind of guy and these people come from a distance. So the, the Dowser gentleman came from Phoenix, Arizona, and the gentleman today drove all the way down from San Francisco. So I, I feel sort of bad for them. They've made the trek the whole way. But if you're going to look for science and you're going to try to expand the frontiers, if, if those things really existed, mm-hmm. I certainly want to be in the room when history is made, when we yeah. found the first mm-hmm. evidence of you know, psychic ability. I mean, I would love to be part of that. And so when it fails to show itself, I don't feel smug or I don't feel like, aha, I'm vindicated. You know, my, my view of the world exists. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's interesting to, to look at any result and it's interesting to do the investigation and to, well, it, it's, it's nice that science exists and that, you know, we have this method to, to check for this. And I, I think the IG has been very fair about trying to give the best case scenario to the person who's applying for the challenge. And I think usually we get that feedback from them as well. Absolutely. They say, yeah. you know, I feel that you did a really good job. I'm not sure why 
my ability wasn't panning out. Right. And then maybe we'll get an explanation well, and days here, later. Um, if, if it fails to happen, you, you can't really say, aha, that does not exist because right. you failed today. Right. You can only say that you failed today because you failed. I mean, that, that's all you can really say. You can say, well, we've tested this 10,000 times and it's never shown itself. Mm-hmm. And so, therefore, we don't believe it to ever happen, but it only takes the one time for it to actually happen and be somewhat repeatable to, to then to prove the claim. The mm-hmm. onus of proof, the onus of, you know, the claim is upon the applicant's shoulders, and it's not upon us to disprove. And that's not mm-hmm. what we're trying to do. We're mm-hmm. just trying to to see if his claim or your claim holds any water. Mm-hmm. Sure. And I think it's worth mentioning your your group is within sort of a larger group of people who perform these kinds of tests like i know the james randy educational foundation has done it a long time right mm-hmm. with the million dollar challenge yeah, yeah absolutely there, well. there's and there's i mean i know you guys have a lot of australian uh, fans mm-hmm. and oh yeah and there's absolutely there's the australian skeptics i've followed their activities and they're a tremendous group there's you know there's north texas skeptics there's all kinds of these cash group. prizes that are yeah available. there's cash prizes and 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 it's an important point it's not just ha ha you haven't won the money it's we really do want to find the people who have those abilities right. you know if you say you know somebody who can remote view bring them right. to a group and we'll test it we'll we'll show if it I remember the one verifiable. the one great claim that we had a long time ago Ross and you and I laughed about this a lot was it was a gentleman who claimed he could find a mirrored box right inside of a cardboard box as long as the mirrors were pointing out and they were within the, the, the outside or the inside walls of the mirrored box were within like an inch of the inside walls of the cardboard box and and you know we looked at each other and we said how did you find this how did you ever find that you had this ability and then Ross suggested he was putting his carnival away one day and yeah. <laughs> oh, was see, now I'm packing up the fun house and where did I put the mirrors? box of mirrors in that box how did I know they were in that box <laughs> Oh, we had an, uh, another claimant who said he could find gold if it was located under a tripod. I wonder if a dentist could use that, you know, to try to yeah. get fillings, exactly. just hold their tripod over people's mouths. All right. Yeah, very useful. Now, I mean, for me personally, one of the things that I've always kind of wondered is, you know, because a lot of these psychics say, well, this exists naturally. Everybody can be psychic. It's uh-huh. just a matter of who's developed a little bit more. And my my. Th- thinking on that is if in a world in a universe where one of these psychics could exist could las vegas possibly exist i knew you were going to say that did you did you see Mm -hmm. Uh, that's amazing because all these gambling places rely on the fact that nobody has that ability so to me that's uh not again not proof but it's an interesting way to think about it all right absolutely so well thank you spencer thanks for being on the show thank you carrie thank you for three things yes Thank you for being on the show. You're welcome. Oh, no, Ross and Carrie. You're welcome. Oh, no, podcast.com. I can't believe this Facebook.com slash on rack. Uh-huh. Thank you for going with us to the Raylian Investigation oh, and Happiness Academy and for driving. Oh, my God. It was so much fun. And number three. Yes. Thank you for the coconut chocolate Luna bars that are sitting in my desk at work that are so good. You have to try them. I'm going to bring you one back to have. Uh, thank you very much. Do you like chocolate? Uh, oh, my God. Chocolate? If without chocolate, I would have died. And number four, and thank you, like, you for the chocolate like chip cookies you just made. You're I welcome. haven't eaten any yet. Oh, well, please take some with you. In exchange for a chocolate Luna bar, I'll have to get you some hot drinks. Oh, okay. Yeah. We're I've got in. some tea here. You can make some tea. Oh, oh my God. Well, let's finish up the show. Oh, uh, yeah. I got some drinks. Jeez. So before we go, we should remind all our listeners how important it is that they give us money. And how Spencer agrees that they should do that. I totally think your listeners should give you money. 
Dig, dig deep. I mean, the Raelians <laughs> don't even ask for money, but Ross and Carrie ask for money, and they need it. It's, it's more important. We really do. We'll do some really cool, interesting stuff with it. We really will, and we have some really great stuff lined up for this year, so it'll be worth yeah. it. Oh, and we should mention that we said last time we will be at the amazing meeting we will. this year. And not only Woo-hoo. will we be there at TAM, as Tam. it is colloquially T-A-M. referred to, but Carrie will be speaking. That's true. Yay. Uh, I, I saw that on the TAM advertise. I said, my God, Carrie Poppy. I know this person. Yeah. She's going to be speaking. True that. Oh, my God. I feel be, like. Be there and meet us, and we'll probably do some kind of get together. Yeah, be fun. we will. Will you like autograph my breast or something? Yeah, absolutely. I'll do that right now if you Awesome. Want. <laughs> I'll tattoo it. That's this what you is want. so hot. <laughs> well, that's it for our show. Our producer is Ian Kramer. And our theme music was written by Brian Keith Dalton of Mr. Deity fame. Visit MrDeity.com to see more Mr. Deity and to see Carrie bound and gagged in the latest Way of the Mister. That's right. They did a very good job with that makeup. It's true. It's kind of scary. Yeah. And remember, you can find us on the web at onopodcast.com or facebook.com slash onrack. And be sure to check out our pictures by liking us. It's called liking. Yeah. But I have, quote unquote, liked so many things I don't like just so I can see what they say. And then do you unlike them? No. I'm following some people I really hate just so I can see what they say. All right. I feel like it needs to be like follow like on Twitter. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, this is kind of like me signing up for all these newsletters. I get Mm. a lot of newsletters. I get that rail science newsletter now. Every day I get maybe. Did you sign up for that, Spencer? You know, I think I did once and for some reason I don't get it You must be off the list because I get like five to seven emails a day, something like that. Okay. But anyway. Follow. No, like us. Like us, because but you, you like should. Us. You should, yeah, genuinely like because us. Because we like you. We do. No, it's true. And you can also see our videos at youtube.com slash Ono Ross and Carrie. But before we go, Spencer. Yes, Carrie. Any words of wisdom? Buy low, sell high. <laughs> 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 <laughs>